Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 120 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week include Sonic Colors Ultimate, The Artful Escape, NBA 2K22, Tales of Arise, and a personal favorite of mine, Life is Strange True Colors. The games coming out this week are Omen of Sorrow, Flynn Sum of Crimson, Collateral Damage Remostered, Titan Chaser, Dustwind The Last Resort, Merrick's Market, Mr. Pumpkin 2, Nolan Walled City, Skatebird, The Amazing American Circus, I Am Fish, Aragami 2, Apulsive, End of Gods, Tales of Iron, Nexamon, Murder Diaries, and Earth Marines. An update for Xbox Game Pass is that Football Manager 2022 is coming to Xbox Game Pass Day 1 in November on the 9th. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have 7 to cover this week. Number 1, Halo Infinite's next multiplayer preview start date announced. Taylor Lyles at IGN writes, 343 Industries has announced today that the next multiplayer preview for Halo Infinite will arrive on September 24th. In a tweet shared on the official Halo account, 343 Industries detailed that players interested in participating in the preview must have a fully registered Halo Insider profile, completed no later than September 13th to be eligible. 343 Industries did not specify when the upcoming multiplayer preview will conclude as of yet. This is the second preview 343 Industries has done for its highly anticipated first-person shooter, following a technical preview held from July 29th through August 1st. While the developer did not specify how many Halo Infinite previews it will hold ahead of launch, we know that 343 Industries plans to hold more before the game is released. Halo Infinite will launch on December 8th, over a year after it was originally supposed to be released alongside the Xbox Series X and S. The game will also launch with no support for campaign co-op or a forge mode, with both features stated to arrive in the game sometime next year. This is very exciting for anyone trying to get their hands and itching to play some Halo Infinite. I myself got my invite, thankfully, to be the insider and play in the technical test. I cannot wait to play. Number 2. Xbox One controllers are getting next-gen features thanks to new firmware. Jared Moore at IGN writes, Microsoft is testing a new firmware update for Bluetooth-enabled Xbox One controllers, Xbox Elite 2, and Xbox Adaptive controllers that will grant them a wide range of next-gen features previously only available on the Series X and S controllers. Microsoft announced that it has begun testing the new firmware update in a blog post on the Xbox website. The firmware update, which is available to alpha skip-ahead and alpha users today, aims to reduce controller latency and improve cross-device connectivity. In terms of the latter, the firmware update will allow the compatible controllers to support Bluetooth Low Energy, which allows for better pairing experiences between devices. The majority of Xbox One controllers are already able to utilize Bluetooth support when connecting to a PC or smartphone, but pair with Xbox consoles through the Xbox Wireless Protocol. The Bluetooth Low Energy update will allow for a quicker switching experience between Xbox Wireless and Bluetooth devices, as players will be able to do so at the double tap of the pair button. And with the next-gen controllers, the updated Xbox One, Xbox Elite 2, and Xbox Adaptive controllers will receive Dynamic Latency Input DLI. This essentially allows for more responsive gameplay by delivering controller inputs more efficiently when connected to an Xbox Series X or S console. DLI is a feature that was previously only incorporated on the Series X and S controllers, and while the firmware update isn't necessarily as useful for players using last-gen consoles, it certainly improves the versatility of the accessories overall. And that's why this is a cool news story. Make sure you update your controllers because you're going to get the most out of your gaming experience and your console's usage when you do so. Cool to see them support old and legacy accessories on your new shiny console. 
Number three, Call of Duty Warzone's new map will take players to the Pacific. Austin Gosselin at Polygon writes, Raven Software has released the first new details on Call of Duty Warzone's upcoming map, which will be set in the Pacific. The developer revealed the new information along with a few screenshots on Tuesday during Call of Duty Vanguard's multiplayer reveal stream. Like everything related to Vanguard, Warzone's new map will be World War II themed. The map is set in the Pacific on an island with dense foliage and a few small towns and cities for players to fight in. Based on the early footage, it seems like the map will be a lot more tropical than Verdansk, and should feature more fighting in the jungles than the more urban settings of the previous map. The new Warzone map will also run on the same engine as Call of Duty Vanguard, which is essentially the same engine as Modern Warfare and the original version of Warzone's Verdansk. According to Raven Software, this means that the game will easily integrate with Vanguard, including its weapons and gameplay style, which will be present on the new Pacific Theater map when it's released sometime later this fall. This is very, very exciting. I'm a huge Call of Duty Warzone fan, so I cannot wait to get my hands on a new map. It's long overdue. Let's go. Number 4, Knights of the Old Republic Remake for the PS5 announced during Sony's PlayStation Showcase. Cat Bailey at IGN writes, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is being remade for modern consoles. It will be coming to PlayStation 5 as a console exclusive at launch alongside a PC release, with other consoles possibly to be revealed at a later date. It has also been confirmed for PC. Aspire will once again be handling development of the new remaster, rebuilding the game, quote, from the ground up, end quote, following on their previous efforts with Republic Commando and Jedi Outcast. The trailer shown during today's PlayStation Showcase showed Darth Revan igniting his lightsaber with an ominous voiceover. This is so incredibly exciting. Knights of the Old Republic is one of my favorite games of all time. I cannot wait to see what they do with it, but man is it disappointing that we're not going to get it day one on Xbox. We will get it on PC, and we will get it at a later date, but who knows how long we'll have to wait for this amazing game. Number 5, Alan Wake Remastered is coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Sam Byford at The Verge writes, Remedy Entertainment's 2010 cult classic Alan Wake is getting a remastered version for multiple platforms. Epic Games publishing arm will release Alan Wake Remastered across PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and the Epic Games Store on PC. Originally an Xbox 360 exclusive title that went through a protracted development period, Alan Wake is a psychological thriller where you play as a writer searching for his missing wife in the Pacific Northwest. The game was later released for PC in 2012, but Alan Wake Remastered will mark the first time it's available on PlayStation platforms. Epic says the remaster will feature, quote, all new rendered 4K visuals, end quote, commentary from writer and creative director Sam Lake, and the expansions The Signal and The Writer. Pulp Horror-influenced spin-off Alan Wake's of American Nightmare doesn't appear to be included. Just a big old exciting week. Credit to PlayStation Showcase, which was very good. I know we were an Xbox show, but credit where credit is due. I never played Alan Wake. It was a big gap in my gaming backlog. I've always been meaning to play it. I think I actually have it installed on my Xbox, but I will now gladly wait to play a remastered version of this cult classic game. Number six, Borderlands spinoff Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is coming in March. Logan Plant at IGN writes, Borderlands spinoff Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is releasing on March 25th, 2022. Announced with a new trailer at today's PlayStation Showcase event, the game will come to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC early next year. We also saw our first look at gameplay giving us a taste of how the Borderlands spinoff will look in action. We saw lots of guns, new fantasy-based moves, unique enemies, and more. Wonderlands brings a fantasy-flavored twist to a Borderlands approach. This is just a game that doesn't do it for me. I loved the first Borderlands, I played so much of it. I got into 2, played the first 10 hours maybe 5 times and just never completed it, and the franchise for me has been dormant ever since. This really doesn't do me anything to get back into the series, even though it's a spin-off and not a mainline Borderlands. Just too many games to play with others on the priority. Number 7, Microsoft will let you control an Xbox with a TV remote soon. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, 
Microsoft is starting to test the ability for TV remotes to navigate around the Xbox dashboard. A new version of the Xbox dashboard for the Series S and X consoles is being tested with selected Xbox insiders, and it enables new HDMI CEC features that let ordinary TV remote controls navigate around the Xbox dashboard and control streaming apps like Netflix. While the Series S and X consoles have had some HDMI CEC features to control TV volume or turn on TVs when an Xbox boosts up, these new additions mean you won't have to reach for an Xbox controller if you just want to watch content from Netflix, Twitch, YouTube, or many other streaming apps. The new HDMI CEC features also includes an option to enable your TV to switch to input to your Xbox simply by pressing the Xbox button on a controller. You may already have a TV remote that can control your Xbox using infrared commands, but the addition of HDMI CEC control should make input switching more reliable. This is a cool feature, I love that they continue to improve the user experience when you're operating and playing with an Xbox. I will often use my Xbox to watch content on different streaming apps just so I can put the headphones on and disconnect a little bit. This is cool that I won't have to necessarily reach for my controller if there's a TV remote nearby. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about another game that has resurfaced after long ago. Credit to Jared Moore at IGN. Gameplay from a lost Spider-Man game has seemingly resurfaced after more than a decade. Gameplay from a since-lost movie tie-in for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4 has seemingly resurfaced more than a decade after it was created. In addition to newer editions of Spider-Man circulating the web, Obscure Gamers has leaked footage from what seems to be a game tie-in for Sam Raimi's scrapped Spider-Man 4 movie. The footage, which was posted on Obscure Gamers' YouTube channel, allegedly shows an early build copy of what could have been for Radical Entertainment's Spider-Man 4. Over 18 minutes long, most of the clip features Spider-Man swinging casually around a relatively well-modeled build of New York City. The city itself looks pretty complete compared to other features in the footage. According to Obscure Gamers, this is likely because the game was using a version of a map brought over from Prototype, and 2019, Wayne Dalton, a previous entertainment artist for Radical Entertainment, shared a range of screenshots and details from what he said was the cancelled Spider-Man 4 that ended up becoming Prototype 2, adding to speculation that this would have been the case. I just love hearing about these games and seeing them in action. Go check out the YouTube footage, it's really cool to see how this could have looked, and what came in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. I'm recording this on a Friday, and this week I've had no time to game, but I'm excited to try and find some time this weekend so I can start my experience through Life is Strange True Colors. I love the series, and I'm hearing nothing but good about this game. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.